This essay was written on January 9th, 2017, and it is number 10 in a series of 20 essays called Diagnosed Mortal. Death Phobia 101. I changed my advanced directive this last summer. An advanced directive, in its simplest form, assigns someone to speak for you, healthcare agent, should you find yourself in an accident or situation where you can't speak for yourself. Say a head injury or you have a stroke, that sort of thing. Any number of things can happen, actually, to knock a person out and into a coma. With the advancement in medical technology that enables keeping a dead person alive indefinitely, and it is done so with harvesting donated organs, and the types of policies employed by hospitals in particular, this document is really mandatory to personal welfare and the sanity of your loved ones in modern society. This document should be filled out for those as young as when given a license to wield a 10,000-pound vehicle down the byways of civilization, because we know nothing unfortunate could ever happen doing that, right? It is a conversation only the bravest parent would approach today with their children because mortality at 24? It's unthinkable. Usually it is a catastrophic tragedy in the family that provides the opportunity for the subject to be broached in a death-phobic culture. The need to keep death hidden and feared in the name of protecting children is in fact cruel. It is the death-phobic culture that makes us feel conflicted about including children in the reality. In fact, it is the most loving thing to do to approach the subject in a compassionate exchange as a life skill for a child. In a perfect world, parents would be ready to counsel their children on death from an early age. That is not currently the status quo, as most adults have not been trained to do so, and don't even have the vocabulary, let alone the orientation necessary to broach the subject. I'd like to introduce you to the advanced directive because I can think of few moments worse than standing over the bed of a loved one when they are on the precipice of life and trying to imagine what they would want done knowing that my decision would impact everything they do for the rest of their life, be it a half hour or 20 years longer. I mean, kill me right now, right? So yeah, I have an advanced directive for my children, so they will have some idea of what I want should they have to be in that situation. An advanced directive can be printed out free by looking up online under your state to find the form. Should you be lucky enough to live in a state that has free support services, you can get help with it if you want something more detailed. I suggest a buddy system where you pick someone else who is interested in completing this document and you support each other in the process of completing it. Make sure everyone in your immediate family has a copy and that the person who you designate as your health care agent is able to make difficult decisions under fire from the hospital and clueless family members. Also make sure that you have discussed what you want with your designated health care agent. Please have their permission to be your agent. 
As unbelievable as it seems, there are people who have designated others to be their agent without asking them first, and the person is called to the hospital clueless. Discussing and designing who else could support them is also an option on the form. You should also be aware that there is also the default health care agent, as in a spouse or a child or a sister or whoever is living who is related to you, to consider. Some seriously unfortunate things can happen when a disenfranchised relative is put in charge simply because they are designated by the state to be so. In example, the tragedy of a same-sex spouse not being recognized as being included by the state, yet clueless Aunt Loretta is. Also know that the advanced directive will have to be revisited in changes in your life and the availability of medical and law options change over time. Every five years it should be reread for relevancy. Make sure your local hospital has a copy of your advance directive on file. You will read, and it is true, that some hospitals are behind the eight ball regarding recognition of advance directives. But you know what? In the end, it doesn't matter. Because it is not about the hospital, it is about your family. In whatever form that is for you, and they will have heard from you. And, if push comes to shove legally, that document will have your loved ones back. Anyone who fills out an advance directive should send copies to their family members so everyone is on the same page about your wishes. The point is, none of this happens without our initiating it. It will require conversations that might be a bit deeper than you're used to having with your family. Maybe it is time to find the words. If you're death curious, I would suggest the very non-committal experience of chatting up folks at your local death cafe. Usually, you will find a happy combination of the irreverent and the demure exploring and sharing information. There is cake and cookies and tea and coffee. It is meant to be light and enjoyable, yet informational. I've never attended when I didn't learn something interesting. There are thousands of them all over the world. In truth, the death revolution is supplanting the sexual one for my peers, and the sexual revolution has been the spawn of many human rights and healthcare liberations over the decades. It all began with people sneaking out of the Victorian closet on the subject of copulation. Now look at us. Everyone is loving and fucking everyone in a gigantic release of puritanical liberation. Hooray. Granted, it is not going as smoothly as we would like, but it has not been all bad, and it started with a few brave people talking about a taboo. So it is with death phobia, and should we manage to get to the revolution in time for our children to enjoy a more vital and enriched life in this world, all the better. Facing the death of a loved one can be a very emotional time for a family. There is no greater gift you can give than to have these details laid out for them and discussed, should it be needed. Perhaps it will never be needed. 
One would hope not. But you have allowed the conversation to be liberated from the dark chamber of fear. This can only be helpful. Thank you for listening. This is an addendum to the blog post Death Phobia 101 that can be found at all the different ways.com.